I want to know what story you're telling yourself. And is it useful for you, your patients, and your practice? In this episode today, I'm going to talk about the false beliefs, the false story that we've told ourselves, specifically in the rehab chiropractic community, and how and how it's impacted us negatively professionally and our patients negatively as well. Just to give you an idea, the story that we've told ourselves is long-term treatment plans are bad because of the other chiros that come before us. Now, you and I both know that what we do as rehab chiros, it shouldn't even be called the same profession because what we do compared to the other chiros in your town is so, so, so different. And the fact that we out there are using that story to dictate our practice and our patients' uh, treatment plans is completely outrageous. I think you'll get a lot out of this episode. Please, maybe listen to it a few times. And hey, if you're out there uh, and you've gotten value from this, please leave us a five-star review on Apple, on Apple iTunes. It helps us spread the message. If you really loved it, I'd love for you to share this podcast on your Instagram. Thanks. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So the question is, what story are you telling yourself? That most likely is not true. So one story I hear often specifically in the rehab chiropractic world or the unstated reason why people have a lack of success is because that story is that it's unethical to keep patients a long time. It is unethical that treatment plans, long-term treatment plans are bad for patients. And so I would just question and object to that specific story that you've told yourself. Now, before I go into the reasons why, let me start by saying I'm very clear on who my audience is in this podcast. The people listening to this podcast are rehab chiropractors. They are treating patients very differently than the traditional chiropractor that most of us grew up seeing. They are not subluxation slayers. They are not people out there trying to make a quick buck off patients by just telling them that they've been subluxated for the last 30 years. They are not people that bring patients in and do heat stim adjust, the flying seven, the nervous scope, the whatever else they do these days. I don't even know anymore because I've never done it before. We are not those people. You guys are not those people. And so I almost think it's a little bit of a disservice to our profession, especially as rehab chiros, to compare ourselves to them. And so what about for a thought exercise for a second? If we just did a little bit of a thought exercise and for a moment, one moment, we could pretend that we never saw the bad side of our profession. Let's just say we had a clean slate. If we never knew what the bad side of chiropractic was, what would our mindset be? What if rehab chiropractors were the only chiropractors out there? Would that change how you think about this? Would the story in your head change? Would, re- would rehab or long-term treatment plans have a different positive connotation in your brain? Because there's so many aspects of our lives 
as we have Kairos that most of us would nod our heads and just understand that potentially our thought process is backwards. The first one is this. I know a lot of rehab chiros that went to undergrad or worked as uh, athletic trainers for a while. In that injury or rehab setting, let's just say you were an athletic trainer at a college and you had a meet. Let's say I worked in gymnastics, so we have a meet on Saturday. And it is Tuesday and a girl comes in with a sprained ankle. If she has a sprained ankle and needs to compete on Saturday, frequency of treatment It's not, I'll see you on Tuesday and come back next week. I'm going to see her every day, multiple times a day, because I have a meet on Saturday. And going into the long-term treatment, if she had sprained her ankle and she does compete on Saturday, I'm not saying, you're good, let me know when you need me. I'm going to make sure that we can rehabilitate, remodel tissue, strengthen, make sure there's no compensation because she's got the rest of the season to compete. And you and I both know that when you have one sort of issue, it's inevitable that if it is not addressed long-term, we're going to have another set of issues. So that's as an athletic trainer. A lot of you guys in the exercise science world have come from the fitness background. And I think everyone here would agree that from a fitness perspective, from a movement perspective, you don't see a client in that setting for like a month. And after that, they've lost 10 pounds and they start to move a little bit better. You don't say, you know what? You're good with fitness. Don't worry about exercise. Don't worry about working out. Just let me know when you're fat and out of shape again. Let me know when your joints hurt again. Then we'll start the process over. And so what if as a rehab Cairo, since most of us come from those two backgrounds, we start to shift our mindset into thinking in those terms, because that's actually what we do with people. Now, as I always say, if, if you are out there as a rehab Cairo and want to be in the pain clinic business, that's okay. But let's be clear on what we're doing, because if you're in the pain clinic, first of all, I would say you're very expensive to be in the pain game because Advil and Aleve can beat you. Injections are faster to work, and you're going to be significantly more expensive than the other regular chiros who are also in the pain game. So potentially your business model, saying you do rehab, I mean, there's nothing crazier to me than you go to these chiropractic seminars and you have chiropractors speaking about rehab and how to do it, and then you ask them if they do it in their practice, and they say, oh, no, I don't have time for that. I mean, what the hell are we doing? Anyhow, that's an aside. But, but getting back to the issue at hand. If you guys are out there, what about if we think about what we do more in line with the athletic trainer or the strength and conditioning coach, where we are teaching movement? If you go to our practice, we always say we have three phases of care. Step one of our phases of care is getting them out of pain. We never have people leave after that because the expectation is that's not the job. If that was our job, we would be out of business. That is not, a, that is not what the game we play. Step two is we get them to do some basic exercises. Think about like your basic PT, Cairo. I think they're more specific. But step three is that integration phase, as we call it. And integration is making sure that they can get back into doing all of those things. Now, if they're not working with a high-level trainer or coach, sometimes we sort of morph into that for them. And they appreciate it. Because if not us, then who? And I would say for you, if not you, then who? If you know that they're leaving your clinic after getting out of 10 years of back pain and they're moving well and you're transitioning them to a strength coach 
or a personal trainer who is continuing that process with them, then fine. But if not, why not you? Why not you? And so I would love for you guys to rethink and potentially re-strategize and tell yourself a different story because the one you're currently telling yourself, number one, it's not helping your business. Number two, it's not helping your patient. And number three, you're not helping the rehab chiropractic community as a whole. Because if you are getting people better in four sessions, I would question what does better mean? Out of pain? Good. Advil. I get them better in 30 minutes once the Advil takes hold. If you are out there and struggling with the following things, number one, people are saying no. Number two, you can't charge higher prices. Number three, you're stuck in insurance. I would question the story that you're telling yourself. If your patient visit average is five or six, I would question what you understand about the human body. Because I don't know, all the research nerds out there tell me that in three weeks, you can't fundamentally change movement. Or if we're not going to talk research, talk about just human movement in general. I mean, I play golf. Any of you guys play golf out there? How easy it is to change a a swing flaw. How easy it is to change a movement pattern. It's very, very challenging. And so all of a sudden, we as rehab chiros or chiropractors in general, we think we can change this in, in three weeks. We can change how someone fundamentally moves. I mean, I see it with myself even, and I know this stuff. I've trained this stuff. I still fall into bad habits. I still don't brace my core when I need to when I'm, when I'm deadlifting. I know how to do it, but I forget. So where does that land for you as a rehab chiro? Where does that land for you? What are you not doing that your patients need? What are your patients not asking for that you can provide for them? You treating them, getting them out of pain, and then telling them to let you know when they need you or whatever the case may be is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's insane. It's not helping you, not helping your family. It's not helping the profession. It's not helping your patient. And so I would fundamentally just think about it a little bit differently. In closing, what story are you telling yourself? Is it the right story? Are you so jaded by the other crappy chiropractors out there that it's basically impacted your set, you, your patients, and your business? And if so, I would humbly ask you to change. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you. 